Welcome to the Other Side Sports Podcast. I'm Joe Pickney. I got my man, Anthony Ortiz. Anthony, what's going on, buddy? Oh, man, doing well. Crazy game. Can't wait to talk about it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, man, we're going to call this our NFL Goal Line Edition, calling this segment the Bad Boys. We'll talk about our Dallas Cowboys in that amazing 40-39 to comeback on the Atlanta Falcons. So let's get into it, man. Uh, go for it, brother. All right, man. We got a lot of bad stuff to talk about and a lot of some good stuff to talk about um, coming out of this game. So I'll kind of start with the good. I kind of want to focus on the positives. In that last, you know, little bit there, the fourth quarter, I'm, I'm riding on high right now. So I'll talk positives. Uh, first thing first, man, got to give a lot of credit to Dak Prescott today. I thought Dak played really well. If you look at his final stat line, he threw for something like 450 yards today. Didn't have any interceptions. Uh, had three rushing touchdowns, really battled all day. Um, obviously, in the first quarter, he had the, uh, you know, the sack fumble uh, right out of the gate with, with them not having Ty Smith playing today. They started Brandon Knight at left tackle, Terrence Steele at right tackle. So you got no Collins, no Smith. So you knew it was going to be a tough day for Dak. But I just thought he battled, man. Uh, that's what Dak is. He's a fighter. Um, you know, the, the, the thing that the story, kind of the chapter story at Dak's whole career happened there in the third quarter. Um, you know, Dak gets hit on kind of a, a cheap shot, really helmet to helmet. Well, after the play was over and he had to leave the game and go into the medical tent, comes back out, you know, two plays later and immediately does a QB sneak up the middle and scores a touchdown. It just shows how tough that guy is. So was really, really impressed with how tough Dak played today. Um, and then second, our defense, even though I got a lot of bad things to say about the defense, I do got to give them some credit for playing hard. Uh, Mike McCarthy offense, the turnovers and then those two missed punt, uh, fake punts, really put the defense in trouble a lot today. I mean, there were five drives where Atlanta started in Cowboy territory. So for them to convert, you know, several of those drives into field goals, I thought they really played their tails off, honestly. Um, now, that's not to say that they played great on defense because they did not. We had a lot of uh, issues on D that we're going to talk about. But when it comes to especially in the red zone, I thought they did a pretty good job of, of fighting until the end of the game on defense. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of bad things to talk about. But, yeah, let's talk about the positive, And you're right about Dak. Man, Dak played a hell of a game. Um, you know, he's just a true leader, man. There's no quitting the guy. And um, I couldn't be more proud to have this guy as, as our quarterback. And, uh, man, uh, big stat line. I think he was uh, 38 for 47, 450 yards, a touchdown. I think three rushing touchdowns. Yep, three rushing. Yep, three rushing. Yeah, so, so, yeah, and that play, uh, coming back from that dirty hit, um, you know, that's just typical Dak, right, coming back in and, and just quarterback sneaking it, man. So, yeah, it was it was a great game, man. But I tell you what, man, oh, my goodness. You know what? And shout-out to uh, shout out to Zeke. Zeke ran hard, man, because those were tough yards. You know, he had, a, what, a couple of fumbles? Yep. And uh, any other court, any other, excuse me, any other running back would have probably folded. But, man, he continued to run hard and play hard. And, and uh, you know, so there's no quitting those guys. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited. CeeDee Lamb looked the part. He looks great. Michael Gallup. I, I was looking at some of the receiver stats. I think Amari finished with nine for a hundred and CD had, I think CD had 88. Dalton Schultz had a big game. Um, his first touchdown, Michael Gallup with a huge catch. So yeah, man, um, this offense, man, 
you know, they got a thing in uh, Dallas called Team 40 Burger. And uh, <laughs> yes. those guys, so those guys were able to put up 40 points. And you're right, missing the uh, missing Tyron Smith, missing Collins, and those guys, you know, the line, everybody played hard. And you're right, defense, man, even though it frustrates the heck out of us. And we'll get into uh, Dobia Woozy, man. But um, I thought Diggs really, really played well. And um, looking for nothing but great things from that rookie. So, yeah, man, I mean, we got to win, man. Philly lost. I think Washington will probably lose to uh, the Cardinals. Yeah, they're down 17 to nothing. I got them oh, okay. right now. Awesome, awesome. So, they're going to lose. And then the Giants lost Saquon. I think the Giants lost and they lost Saquon for the year, if yes. I'm not mistaken. ACL I hate center. that. Yeah, I hate that for him. But yeah, man. So we're we're right there, man. So we'll we'll be tied with Washington for the lead going into week three. And hey, man. I mean, you know that that's that, that's what we're trying to do. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we say we got a lot of bad to talk about. But before I get onto the bad and what we really need to need to clean up and just stuff that just irked me throughout the game, and I was just. Man, there, if we'd have had this pot in the second quarter, we probably wouldn't have been able to air it because it would have just been nothing from expletives coming from me, man. I was heated <laughs> in the second quarter. But, uh, yeah, a couple – two two just kind of quick shout-outs. One, uh, Dalton Schultz. Man, 90-yard receiving in his first touchdown. I thought Dalton Schultz played really, really well today. Now, he was one of the guys that did fumble. He had one of the key fumbles in the first quarter, so he's got to clean that up. But overall, all I've really heard about Dalton Schultz since he's been in Dallas is that he's a blocking tight end, not really much of a pass catcher. Well, sure looked like a nice pass catcher to me, man. I don't know about you, but he showed he looked like he had a little bit of athleticism to him and a little bit of wheels out in the open field as well. So um, I, I like what I saw from Dalton Schultz today. That really, really gives me promise knowing they're going to have to go forward without Blake Jarwin from what I saw today from Schultz and also from, um, you know, that Bell uh, Bell kid that, that played as the backup tight end had a couple nice catches too. So was really happy with what I saw from tight end. But, you know, before we really get into the meat and potatoes of the Cowboys, we got we to gotta talk about that onside kick before we get too crazy. I mean, let's be honest, that onside kick was terrible for Atlanta. I mean, that is Dallas really should have lost that game today by two points. I don't know what the hell Atlanta's was thinking, just letting that ball just sit there. I mean, yeah, you the ball has to go 10 yards if you're the kicking team, but if you're the receiving team, you can jump up and grab that ball anytime. And it was almost at a dead stop and just kind of spinning around, you know, barely moving. I don't understand why there was like three Falcons right there could have jumped on that ball. So I, I know that we get pretty emotional as Cowboy fans, but dude, if I'm uh, Arthur Blank right now, I'm firing Dan Quinn, like, right now. Like, I mean, that is just (laughs) inexcusable, and whoever the special teams coordinator is in Atlanta, he might not have a job when he wakes up tomorrow, because they were just, that shows me that they didn't know the rule, they didn't know they could come attack that ball, that so porous at executing that onside recovery. I just, I couldn't believe how bad they were. So, yeah, we'll get to good Cowboys, but or bad Cowboys, so to speak. But, man, I got to hear your thoughts on that onside kick because, man, if I'm an Atlanta fan now, I am just, I'm just so ticked. I couldn't even imagine. Dude, listen, man, I'm going to be so happy going into work tomorrow. Oh, my God, because as you know, I'm in Georgia. <laughs> yes. So, I'm going to be so happy. It's unreal, but yeah, man. You know what? I I think the actual the I think the uh, the gyration, the spinning of the ball actually kind of threw those guys off. And I and I and I know I'm reaching, right? I know I'm reaching. Yeah. reaching professional <laughs> athletes. 
but I know I'm reaching, man. I think it just the 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 speed of the ball and also just the way it was spinning like a flying saucer. I think that kind of really put the guys in a trance for a second. And oh, CJ Goodwin was like, "What the hell? I'm just gonna die, <laughs> dude!" It was so crazy, man. I couldn't believe it, man. I that that is a miracle win, man. I I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree with you, man. And and I do, though, two people I have to get credit for for that onside kick, as bad as it was on Atlanta. One, Greg Zerline, I've never seen somebody onside kick the ball without using a tee before. So right. The spin that he had on that ball was definitely going to, you know, mess somebody up. And the only rational thing I could think from Atlanta was maybe if you're Atlanta, you're like, man, that ball's spinning weird. If I grab it and I don't get it, now it's a live ball. If it touches me yep. and I don't get it and the Cowboy gets it, so I'm going to wait on it. Um, but second, dude, that's a lot of discipline for C.J. Goodwin to wait for that ball to get 10 yards before he jumps on it. Like, he was following that sucker from the 8 yards all the way to the 10. So for him to have the discipline and the field awareness to know exactly where that 10-yard marker was, I just thought that was just incredible. And, you know, Dallas brought C.J. Goodwin in, what was it, last year, I believe, because he's a and he, you know, when it comes down to his special team's awareness at the bottom line, it won us that football game today because that doesn't happen. We don't win that game if you don't get that onside kick. Yeah, man. No, absolutely. That was a great play by him. But, man, I, I tell you, man, I, man, I can't. I'm going to have so much fun tomorrow. <laughs> it's unreal, man. Some of them guys might want to fight, too, so I'm going to be <laughs> careful. <laughs> you, you might see some call Calling in sick tomorrow on your side <laughs> work. They don't want to come Absolutely. in. They're like they're probably waking up tomorrow. Go, I don't want to deal with Joe. I'm I'm sick. I got <laughs> I got Joe Whitest today. Exactly, man. Man, yeah, man. So God, it just feels good to have a win, man. Because I did not want to go down 0-2 in a year that I feel that Philly. I, you know what? You called it on Philly, dude. Wentz is terrible, and Philly is overrated, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, they got their butts kicked today. You know, 39 to start 39, I believe, to 17 against the Rams. Went through another two interceptions. Just another porous effort uh, by Philadelphia. But how, what else made this game really big for Dallas is, is that, that, you know, next week we're playing Seattle. So it's not like we have a cake game next week. So, you know, if they don't pull this game off today, they're really staring at a potential 0-3, uh, you know, going down, you know, 0-3 after next week. So this was kind of an early season, quote-unquote, must-win for the Cowboys. So really happy to it off. Um, all right, now let's get to the meat and potatoes, kind of what I saw for this thing. So I got to start calling some guys out, and I hate doing this because, you know, uh, I love uh, love Dallas, but first guy I got to call out is uh, Cheeto Bay Wuzier. The, the dude's terrible, man. I don't know what else to say. I hate saying that because I'm not a professional NFL corner like he is, but I've been waiting for a Wuzier now for like three years to show something. I used to, I always harp on the fact that he doesn't turn his head around and play the ball. Today, he didn't have to turn his head around and play the ball because he was just beat so much that it didn't matter. He couldn't even grab because Calvin Ridley had two yards of separation on him at all times. I'm so done with Bouzier, man. He played like <laughs> absolute garbage. And so he's kind of got to be my number one guy today that I'm just done with. And then number two. I'm so done with Demarcus Lawrence, man. I am so done with D-Law. Like, I wish Dallas could just trade him or make him pay back, like, 15 of that $20 million that he's making per year. He ain't making squat. He ain't earning squat. 
He looked awful today. I didn't even notice him on the field. I don't know if he registered a tackle, to be honest with you. I don't know if he did. I never saw him. 58, I saw 58 flashing. I saw Everson Griffin flashing. I didn't see D-Law doing nothing. I mean, not a thing. So I, I really worry that D-Law is one of these guys that goes out, got his big money, and then he's just done for the rest of his, you know, time here and that's what it seems like to me d is a great talker talks an awesome game in the locker room but if you're going to be a locker room leader a la Dak Prescott when you get on the field you got to perform a la Dak Prescott DeMar not performed he didn't perform last year he horrible week last week he had one tackle I don't even know if he registered the tackle today so let me just say right now I'm blasting d Chido Bayouzier, I'm done with you guys. I'm putting you on blast. Please prove me wrong next week in Seattle, please. Hey man, I'm I'm right there with you. And also, I think when he picks up his check the rest of the week, I mean the rest of the year, he's gonna have a gun and he's gonna have a mask. On his face, <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. You know? <laughs> man. But yeah, man. I uh, yeah. Uh, Tank Lawrence is what the, the typical contract guy. Uh, the year before his contract, he's going to be awesome. The year after his contract, he's going to be awesome to make sure that you don't know that he just stole from you. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's what he is. But Owuze, oh, my goodness, dude. If I had a brick, it would have went through my TV. Dude, he has zero awareness of how to play the position. And, I, I, and I'm not saying – because I'm, I'm not an NFL corner, right? But – Based on my knowledge of the game and what I look at, he has zero awareness of how to play the game. That's yep. just all to it. I'm done with him. Yep, totally agree, man. Totally agree. And uh, so now my next two people that I'm going to put on blast, I got two more to put on blast. One from the defensive side of the ball, one from the offensive, sort of offensive side of the ball. Um, one, uh, I am, like, done with this Xavier Woods, Darian back there i don't know which one to put on blast because they both played like crap today i mean they're just given so much separation on that back end like your job playing center field is to get over on those deep passes matt ryan has all day in the pocket because lawrence isn't there to to rush him you know not doing squat but then you got the safeties playing back so far and leaving so much cushion that they're there, but they're there after the guys already caught the caught a 15-yard pass. You know, Xavier Woods feels like he's one of these guys, kind of like a J.J. Wilcox was for us years ago. All oh, he wow. can do is go for the big hit. That's all Xavier Woods has. If he don't have a big hit, he's toast. So he just can't cover. So I said it on preseason before last week, and I'm ready to say it again. Please, can we get Brandon Carr in the game next week? Like, for the love of Set Woods or Thompson. I don't care which one because I think having the veteran uh, presence of call back there was going to make the other player who he's playing with better. But they need somebody back there who has the experience and knows what they're doing because both of those guys just look lost back there at the safety spot. That's what I saw today, especially in the passing game. And then this kind of the offense is really hard for me to to really pun down and say, you know, somebody had a terrible game because Brandon Knight, Terrence Steele didn't play great, but honestly they paid better than what I thought they were going to. Tough matchup for those guys getting thrown in with no Lyle Collins, no Tyron Smith, but I got to give some blame on Mike McCarthy on how that offense came out in the first quarter. 
they just weren't ready to play, man. That's all there is to it. We would used to kill Jason Garrett for not having this team ready to play uh, when the kickoff came. I didn't see anything different today for Mike McCarthy. That offense was not ready to play. We're fumbling the ball over the field. We look sloppy. The defense looks sloppy. Just on both ends of the ball, just didn't look prepared to play. But especially on offense, the defense at least battled and got some three and outs early in the game. Mike McCarthy's an offense. That's what he does. He is an offensive-minded coach, and your offense played like crap for the whole first quarter and got you in a 20 to nothing hole. So I really got to put some name on Mike McCarthy for how the offense um, kind of started the game. And then also, you know, I'll let you kind of get into that. But Mike McCarthy also made some questionable decisions today that we were kind of texting about as well as the game went on. Man, yeah. I um, the, next, the next person I'm going to put on blast, Jordan Lewis. I, I don't know what – Jordan Lewis was out of position more than in this game than any time that I've ever seen him, you know. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what was going on with him, but he was one of those guys that kind of talked all last year about had he gotten more playing time. Well, you're getting it now. You got you to gotta be better than what you were, Jordan. I don't think you were helping out the rookie because the rookie seemed like he was helping all your other guys out, you know. Yep. Yep. Um, and another thing I'm putting on blast too is Mike Nolan. Dude, get Donovan Wilson back there and get Xavier Woods and the other guy out of there, man. I, I can't take it anymore. Th- those guys, they don't have any type of range, like you said, in order to go get – in order to, uh, to to make a play on the, on, on the, on the receiver or the ball. We got to get Earl Thomas, man. I know people don't want him there, but we got to get Earl Thomas. I'm sorry, man. We cannot let Earl Thomas sit out there any longer. I'm I'm, I'm serious. I agree with you. I, I'm rolling for Brandon. I want Brandon Carr in now, but I'll take Earl Thomas as well. And to be both honest with you, guys. man, I'll take Earl Thomas and Brandon Carr back there. Absolutely. Both, both play. of those guys. Both I mean, of those guys. Yeah. Uh, Mike Nolan. I, I was listening to the broadcast. I don't know if he's a traditional 3-4 guy or 4-3, but we need to pick a defense and settle on that defense, whether it's the 3-4 or the 4-3, and let's go play some ball, man. You can't do this freaking – switching series I I don't understand what we're doing man because we're all over the place the guys played hard but I felt like the coaching aspect of it caused some of the confusion and things of that nature just like the first game you know um so so yeah we got to do that Jalen Smith you know Jalen Smith I feel like he plays his heart out but once again zero awareness I was I was extremely impressed with Joe Thomas I thought he played a heck of a game but, uh, me as well. Yep. But, but but man, yeah. And you know what, man? I was gonna, I was going to uh, put the rookies on blast. But after I look at it, if they're dealing with Fowler and they're dealing with Tank, uh, Tank McKinley, I thought they held up pretty well, you know, considering. And um, so yeah, I, I, you, you know, I, we just gotta get better on defense, man. The offense, there's there's little there's little uh, wrinkles we can add. The play calling. Like you said, was suspect from uh, McCarthy and Kellen Moore. I call them the Eminem guys. They got to get it figured out, you know. And uh, yeah, man. So overall, man, once again, we got to win, man. We got to win. Definitely. And I'm so happy that we were able to get that win. Um, last two points: one on offense here, and one on defense. And then I want to really, I really want to get your thought on how M- Mike McCarthy kind of rolled the dice on this game because sure. I have a pretty good idea on your thoughts because we texted a little bit. But I want to want to hear it. Um, one, another guy, I agree totally. 
Joe Thomas, I actually had read in my notes, thought he played his freaking tail off yesterday, uh, today. Really did. Another guy I thought played really well was 72, Tristan Hill, man. They oh, were yeah. lying about the, this guy. This guy really improved over the offseason. They said he had a great camp, and 72 flashed for me today. I saw him in the backfield blowing up Todd Gurley on set. He might not have gotten the tackle for loss, but he was the one in the backfield forcing Gurley to go left or right because Hill was there in the hole and, and other guys were cleaning up plays. The way Tristan Hill played today. I'm very, very impressed with how much he's developed in, uh, from his first and second year. And then, yeah, man, Kellen Moore drove me absolutely crazy. And that first half, especially today, you know, I thought that the best game for the Cowboys today, we texted about this earlier, I said, you know, you've got two tackles who are inexperienced. Guys don't have a lot of starts. The best way to, to, to beat this Falcons team today is going to be able to run the ball up the middle and then hit the passing game, whether it's little three, four-yard throws to Cooper, to Gallup, to, to Schultz, you know, to C.D. Lamb, and let these beasts run with the football, get yards after catch. Well, in the first quarter, we came out, Dak's doing like five-step drops, and he's getting hit. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, we do not have the offensive line right now to hold up for five-step drops. It's got to be in and out. Kind of like how Jared Goff, how Sean McVay called golf against us last week. I thought that's how we should have called that game out of the gate. And Kellen Moore just didn't do that. And then I sent you this stat that I read on Twitter where Kellen Moore, you know, Dallas, we had, were like 11 times ball on first down and we'd only thrown on six uh, first down plays. And of those 11 carries, we only averaged in like less three yards a carry, but on the six throws, we had over 85 yards. So I do not understand why Dallas doesn't hit play action more on first down. We run so much on predictable just you know fake it to Zeke and and somebody's wide open it seems like 10 15 yards down the field all the time so we really got to get better Kellen Moore has to get better at, at mixing up those 50 50 play calls for first down and I'm going to tell you man this is just a bold prediction for me I think Mike McCarthy is going to be calling plays by week six that's my prediction and I think it's warranted Kellen Moore just doesn't have a very good feel for the game in my opinion on how it's going you know when we should be passing I feel like he runs when we should be running I feel like he passes he just doesn't have a really good feel for how the game's going so my prediction is that Mike McCarthy will take over play calling here you know whenever the Cowboys go in their bye week I'm thinking when they come out of their bye he'll be the play caller yeah man I um I I agree you know last week when you told me that uh they should have gotten rid of more just get every ounce of Jason Garrett out the building. Yeah. Um, I would like to take a quick plane to Dallas and mean you pack his bags yes. and get him out of there because you're right, man. That kid's in over his head, man. I'm sorry. He is. He's in over his head, man. He has no uh, no type of rhythm. And, and I think that was a classic Jerry Jones, um, you know, Mike McCarthy can say all he wants about, you know, he decided to keep Kellen Moore. No, I think that was the one hire with Jerry said, you have to keep this guy. That's that it, there, there is no way. Cause you can almost, when you look at shots of McCarthy on the sideline, you can, it almost looks like he's about to explode because I know he sees things and I just think he needs to just say, you know what? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to basically do the game plan and you can call the plays that way. Other than that, everything goes through me first. I mean, I yeah. just I can't take it no more. Yeah, and for you know, 
I don't think we said that on the pod. So I kind of want to say, you know, just point out what I stated to you was, you know, my point to Joe was we need to get rid of Kellen Moore because remnants of the Jason Garrett culture still in the locker room and I just think for you to change the culture and to start over you got got to get rid of everybody they got rid of every other coach but they left Ellen Moore and to me this offense looks very similar to that Jason Garrett offense we've seen the last 10 years so I just think if you want to start fresh you got to get rid of all of it and start completely slate yeah absolutely man um but but look man once again uh you know Fans, just be advised. This is this is our going to be our quick Cowboys reaction. I want it live. I like to hear Anthony. I just want to feel that passion. And uh, man, I tell you what, this is. I think this is going to be excellent with us being able to do this week in and week out, man. So let me ask you this question: How do you feel? So Seattle plays the Patriots Sunday Night Football. I think that is correct. Yes, so I will be. I will be in and out on that particular uh, game. You know, scouting them while I'm looking at the Lakers. So I will probably more than likely be in and out on that game. But uh, we played them in Seattle, correct? That is correct. Four thirty next week. Okay, so I don't think they're going to have any fans. Hopefully, they don't. So that'll be a big win for us to begin with because can you imagine those tackles up there and you had that 12th man oh my goodness yeah I'm really hoping that Tyron Smith is able to play next week a lot of question marks on what actually happened to him I don't really know um some kind of neck deal and one-on-one drills on Thursday but as of now he they have not moved him to IR he was just inactive for today because of that injury so they have not you know he he is still potentially available to play next week wow Man, that that's scary, man. And we talked about Tyron Smith. You know, he's a warrior, but I, I just think that, you know, with him starting out at the age of 19 and he started game one, you know, and you got to look at, from, I, I think he's, what, 28 now? Yes. So that's nine years of just steady, rough, tough offensive line play. And he and technically he's probably like a like a 35-year-old now. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. he's like – kind of like that LeBron analogy when they don't look at age, you look on miles on their yeah, body. Absolutely. Yeah, Tyron Smith has man. a lot of miles on that body, man. A- 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 absolutely. So hopefully, hopefully, you know what, man? And I'll tell you what, man, um, those, 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 those rookies, I mean, yeah, they're, they're learning by fire, man. That's going to help them towards the end of the year. Let's say if, if Tyron or, or, or one of those guys have to go out, man. And, you know, I'm going to give a big shout out to Connor, uh, Connor Williams, man, he's really playing well this year. Yes. Yeah, I'll tell you, the the front of the line, the Cowboys did most of their running right up the gut today with Zeke, uh, right behind Joe Looney, either Joe Looney and uh, Zach Martin or Joe Looney, Connor, Connor Will. And uh, I thought all three of those guys played really good today. I mean, there wasn't a lot of pressure coming to Dak's face. A lot of the pressure was coming from the outside, uh, from the young guys. Um, and also they were able to run the ball right up the middle. So I was really impressed with those three. I just think they need to get Lyle Collins back. And, and you know, they, they just need to shore up that outside of the line. They really need to get all five of those guys playing at the same time. And I think we're going to have that old, old offensive line that we're used to having that we've had for the last several years. Um, hey, one, one say, quick thing I wanted to get your thoughts on. I said it earlier, and we didn't get to it. Um, so one of the knocks we had on Jason Garrett for those how conservative that he is. Um, McCarthy went for it twice today, a fake punt from any 
territory. One was a pass, one was a run, didn't execute either one of them. Um, man, what were your thoughts on that? And then first you kind of on Twitter, a lot of people are going in and out on it. Decision um, to go for two uh, on the touchdown. I'm on the touchdown before that, which kind of put Dallas in a two-score hole there with like five minutes left in the game. So just kind of want to get your reaction, how you Mike McCarthy called the game on those three three uh, decisions. So at first, when we text, I told you I was going bonkers, right? But you know what that was? That was that old programming of Jason Garrett, right? That yes. Was, that was that old programming of Jason Garrett. So this is this is me. My thing is, Mike is saying, no, we're different. We're going to do things different. And I know it looks crazy right now, but in the end, it's going to work out for us because we're going to be more aggressive. And so, and I know I'm saying that because we won. It probably would have been a different story, but because you remember, you remember me, you had the exchange where I felt like he should have gone for the two. Yes. But once again, that's going by that whole Jason Garrett, whatever the book says you do, you do. And so what I think he's doing is the really it's like a shock treatment to his team to say, hey, no, we're different, and this is how we're going to operate. So with the win, it makes it seem like it, it make with the win, it doesn't sting as much. But I think down the road, it's going to help us in terms of you know teams can't really predict what we do. If if, if I'm if I'm making sense to you, yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I, to be honest, man, I didn't have a problem with. Uh, I guess you'd call him the, the first fake. I had no problem with at all. We were down right. 14 to nothing. Atlanta had all the momentum. It was a fake pass, and it was honestly the play was there. Chris Jones just didn't execute it, which is a punter for a reason. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. it's not, it's not, but, but I've seen Chris Jones execute fake punts several times since his time in Dallas. No problem with the first one at all. Um, the second fake, I, I didn't have a problem with going for it there, but I just don't quite understand the fake because you needed five yards. You get five yards right up the gut. It's tough. I would have rather just saw Dallas roll the offense out on the field. And, and to, to the way I look at it, I would rather have Dak, Zeke, Amari, CD, and Gallup trying to get a first down over, you know, the punt team with a bunch of backups. So that's just kind of the way I looked at it. I like the aggressive call. I just wouldn't have quite gone for the uh, the punt there. And on the two, I didn't have any problem going for two because you were going to need to try to eventually. You were going to have to try it then after you score again. So it really didn't matter to me. It was like a coin cost. You know you're going to need the two, so you might as well go for it. I just hated the play calling on the, uh, the two-point conversion. You're at the two-yard line, and you run a pitch back, backwards. But he doesn't catch the ball until the seven-yard line. So now instead of only needing two yards, up the middle now you need seven on the outside just hate that and, and also man I feel like Dallas the play what they run in the red zone when they get inside the one yard line and they run that read option shotgun he either hands it to Zeke or or he you know pulls it back last minute and comes the outside I just feel like that play is almost unstoppable standpoint you know if you don't crowd the middle then Zeke's gonna just push his way and get those two yards um so but you also do put everybody in the middle then Dak's gonna take it away last second and he's big so if he's got one guy to be nine times out of ten Dak's gonna win that matchup so just hated that play call would have really liked to see a read option called there but you know I, I do like the fact that McCarthy is changing the culture like we said and this team's gonna start going for it. those conservative days are, are over in Dallas it looks like 
Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with you. That read option down the goal line is unstoppable, and I think they should do that more often. But man, you know, once again, this is gonna this is a this is just a quick instant reaction from us. Great recap by you, man. Um I'm excited about next week. It's it's gonna be crazy, man. Our our boys, I think this is gonna be at least through at least until we can get our, you know, some of the uh players back from the uh injury list uh there's there's i think we're just gonna have these nail biters man and i'm all for it me too man excited for the rest of the year um we'll definitely have to do a review again next week i'm gonna be out of town so we'll be able to do kind of a preview would like to get back to where we can talk nba nascar and football and all that again here soon so guys fans there bear with us we'll get back to that eventually although i don't know if i want to talk nba after what i saw this <laughs> i might i might be we could we could not talk nba the rest of the year and i'll be fine <laughs> absolutely man well look enjoy yourself y'all be safe and have a great time all right all right man you too all right take it easy man <laughs>